Good morning and welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, I just want to get them off my chest. First one, if you're not on the nation Slack, just go to the um, website. There's a pull down to say join Slack. Carmen San Diego's got it set up very easy for you. Get on Slack. Once you're on Slack, there's a channel called Virtual Workouts. And I'm just going to do a shout out to my uh, very close friend, uh, Pure Lead. Out, uh, he's doing one that uh, he's inviting the entire nation to. Um, it's about 2.30, 14.30 Eastern. Uh, he does a quick thing of yoga, some uh, mindfulness, get your mind right, kind of a midday break. But there are basically uh, virtual workouts that you can be joining. So this whole thing about you're traveling and you can't, um, you can't do a workout, uh, throw all that out the window. There's always something virtual. So, and it sounds like we got nice birds in the background there. That's great. Hey, um, yeah, I'm going to go inside. That's, no, that's great. I'm okay with that. So let me introduce uh, this week's guest. It is none other than a guy who's apparently training birds in his spare time, the Nantan of F3 Nation. So, Slaughter, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? C-SPAN, what's happening? Thanks for having me on the roundtable. It is always, always good to talk to you. Um, let's see. 2012, June 6, 2012 was my first workout, and my good friend, Mighty Wind, invited me to meet him out front of my house at 5 o'clock with my bicycle, and we went to Ranger on a Wednesday, and uh, Swamp Fox named me Slaughter. My last name's Lambert, Silence of the Lambs, Slaughter, Slaughter of the Lambs. That's, that's, how, that's how it all started. <laughs> awesome. Shout out to a bunch of high-impact men right there. So actually the reason uh, I know a lot of you know where uh, Long Slaughter has been doing F3 and who he aged him, but I wanted to make sure we got it out because one of our topics today or our main topic today is uh, my man put out a lofty goal and that was 250,000 men and we're not going to do that without EHing. And so as we uh, we're in spring, this is the best time to EH. We are basically in the sweet spot of our EH schedule because we, uh, most of the kids are still in school, so you don't have the vacation excuses. It's not too hot. Everything's perfect. And um, my man Slaughter has a top ten list of how you should uh, get about to getting these guys EH'd. So I don't know. You want me to start at the bottom of the list, or you want to take all ten? What do you want to do? Um, I'll start and just talk about it a little bit and maybe cover some of mine that are my favorite um, – strategies for getting guys to workouts. So the first thing I'll say is, you know, once you've been in a region for a little while, I think it becomes a little bit of an unwritten rule and you kind of lose sight of EHing guys. It's, it's just kind of something that's expected. And what we found is, of course, when you are very purposeful about EHing guys and you set goals and you talk about it and it's in your newsletters, it, it happens a lot more naturally and frequently. Um, like in Metro, it's, it's tough to get guys uh, EH sometimes because people that have been doing it forever, they just think, well, I'm, I've hit up everybody I know to hit up, and now I'm kind of done EHing. Um, but it doesn't really work that way. And some of the newer regions, of course, are EHing guys like crazy, and there's multiple people showing up. Um, you know, another thing that I've found is the more successful F3 becomes, the more difficult it is to EH a guy and I think that we take for granted that we become a pretty tight group of guys. We become friends, and 
it's intimidating for a new person. They've probably heard of F3. They probably know a little bit what it's about. They see how tight guys are, and it's, I don't know, like joining a fraternity or something, and it, it's a little bit of a turnoff because it's a, it's a little bit of a fearful thing to, to join a, an established group of men that have been doing something for a while and you haven't been doing it. Um, so my suggestions are always to, uh, if you're the Nantan or in any leadership role or even a site queue, you know, set some goals um, to try to get a certain number of guys for yourself or for your region to the workouts. Um, and I always suggest when you're trying to EH somebody, don't just say, well, let me know when you can meet me there. Um, I think it works better when you say, I will pick you up at your house 515 on Wednesday. Well, I can't, you know, because it's, 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 a, it's, it's a daunting thing to get up in the morning, go to this thing you're a little bit fearful about, find where the park is and, and, and make sure, oh, well, you guys have three guys. So if you pick somebody up, I think it works a lot better. Um, and then the, after they go to their first workout, it sometimes is helpful to match their fitness level with where their next workout should be. Sometimes you take guys to an easier workout, and they are obviously a hoss and are ready for something a little more challenging, and sometimes it's the opposite. So it's important to say, hey, man, I got I to gotta work out a little bit less run, and why don't you try that tomorrow? Um, those are typically some good ways to go about it. Um, another thing we talked about, C-SPAN, is this is moving from kind of an underground organization only known by the members to being recognized by the outside general public. So wearing your F3 gear in public, putting a sticker on your car, and starting a conversation with, oh, hey, I've heard about that F3 thing. What is it? Well, let me tell you all about it. Um, I think that's a good way to get people interested. And, you know, I always say I've stolen this from AA. This is a program of attraction rather than promotion. You know, if you're in F3 and you're doing it the way that just kind of naturally happens, you're, you're a different guy. You know, physically you've improved. Um, hopefully you've become a, a, a better member of society, husband, father, employee, whatever the case may be. And people notice that, especially people you see on a regular basis. Um, and the best type of EH is when they approach you like, hey, man, what have you been doing? You look great. Uh, and and <laughs> that's an easy sell if you ask me. Um, so I think, that's a, I think that's a good way to go. Um, another way is to uh, get your group to participate in some type of a community activity, whether it's running in a 5K charity race, serving breakfast at the homeless shelter, get a group of F3 guys, wear your gear, and show up, and I guarantee you will get people to uh, start asking questions and uh, – look upon the organization um, in a, on a little bit of a different light. It's not just, you know, a bunch of guys driving around in, in Tahoe's with the F3 sticker. It's people out and about in the community and, once again, attraction rather than promotion. Uh, let's see, why don't you take a few here, C-SPAN? Yeah, and I'll, I'm just going to jump in. And you're doing great. I'm just, uh, you got my mind clicking a million miles an hour. A couple things I'm going to add is if you're listening to this, and let's say you're a middle-aged white guy, you need to be deliberate and go and invite guys who don't look like you. And I, I'm going to say that over and over and over when, every time you hear me is 
you go to F3 across the country, it all looks the same. The only way we're going to get a different mix of guys is you're going to have to invite different looking guys. And so, um, and even if that's uncomfortable for you, it is okay to be uncomfortable and invite somebody who doesn't look like you. And the same thing that Slaughter just went through about picking them up at their house, the same thing should apply even if it's somebody uh, doesn't look like you, doesn't have the same background as you, or doesn't reside in the same neighborhood as you. Invite them uh, because we know it makes a difference. I'm going to add another thing. I've really been big on this, like, have a graphic, uh, have a business card, have something tangible. Um, and if you're a millennial and you say, I don't, I don't agree with any of that, I'm scared of COVID, I'm just going to tell you most people that like F3, if they have something tangible that they can actually look at, go home and have the, you know, the QR code for the website or something like that, that does make a difference because you're making it easier, just removing another barrier. Um, and then I'm just going to throw another one out that I think uh, Slaughter kind of hit a, on it with the, you know, wear your gear. Um, but the other one is I think it's great if you're at a pizza party kind of workout where you got eight guys and you show up in the parking lot all the time and you've never had a ninth guy show up, go do the local 5K, uh, go ask FIA what events they're at, go get involved and do something outside, wear your F3 gear. Uh, I like the, you know, the 5K, the 10K, the obstacle course race, something like that, wear your gear um, and let people know that we're, you know, a group of normal guys and we're, you, they can join for free. And again, have that kind of promotion material easy access so you can get guys involved. So I, I said a lot there. I don't know if I, how many years I took off your top 10 list, but that was just, uh, that was me just kind of mumbling on. I think Slaughter, Slaughter and I are both smart guys. We're going to tell you, um, we know, we know some guys across F3 who are really good at EHing. We are both going to tell you, we know a bunch of guys whose wives, their M is actually better. Um, Mane is a guy in Philly that I'll say, Mane's wife, Money's great at EH and guys, Money's wife, because she basically belittles them and intimidates them until they show up. Every time she sees guys, she bullies them into get, going to F3 and actually trying it. Your wife does yep. whatever works best for your wife, uh, but get the wives involved because I know they make a difference and their network is stronger than ours. They already have a lot more friends than we do. So, Slaughter, I'm going to hand it back to you. So back to the uh, intimidation factor, sometimes it's not – as difficult to get guys to their first workout as it is to get them to the second workout. So if you show up before the workout and everybody's standing around in a circle stretching and there's somebody there that you've never seen before, be sure to introduce yourself and ask them if they're new. Um, that always helps. And then, of course, make sure that if you're the queue and somebody is new, assign somebody else to just kind of look after them and make sure they're all right. It's difficult to do if you're the queue. That can make all the difference in the world for them feeling like uh, like they're welcome and they didn't get left behind. Uh, and I know we, we say it all the time, you know, leave no man behind, but that's definitely true with an FNG who doesn't know what the heck's going on. And we've all been there. Uh, so if you're, if, if, if you're new or if, you're, if you see somebody new, make sure, that, uh, make sure they feel right at home. And, and, and this is, I'm just reading down our list here, C-SPAN. Uh, this is a great way to go about it in the regions. If you have FIA in your city, and if you're the Nantan or in the local leadership, hook up with the local FIA ladies, and there's a lot of times where there's women doing FIA and their husbands aren't involved. So it usually works the other way. I know a lot of guys whose wives get involved with FIA because they've seen uh, 
how much fun the guy, their husbands are having. It could work the other way too. There's plenty of women who go to feel or other kinds of workouts whose husbands aren't engaged and make sure they know to do exactly what you said. <laughs> Let the wives EH the men. Uh, and it, it helps if they've got a contact. Uh, that, that works well. Um, another thing, if you're in local leadership that always works well, is call your, no, your local media outlet, TV station, newspaper, and if, whether you're doing an event, it's something special, or you just want to tell them about F3, usually if they can run a story, uh, also ask if they can maybe put up some contact information in case anybody's interested in joining. That's always a good way. Um, I think you know Fish Wrap here in Metro, right? Well, he got that name because he read about F3 in the Charlotte Observer, and he just found a workout and showed up. So we called him Fish Wrap uh, <laughs> after the newspaper. Uh, so that works up really well. Um, another thing that I've seen done in different cities is when you have an FNG day, like on a Saturday or something, and that tends to help guys bring people out. And when the new guy finds out that it's a day designed to bring new guys, they're a little bit less intimidated knowing there's probably going to be other new EHs at the same workout. Um, I know of, gosh, I can't remember what region it is, but they do that, I think, once a month or at least once a quarter where they have FNG day on a Saturday at one of their bigger workouts and uh, challenge their packs to bring some folks out. That works pretty well. Um, let's see. What else do we have here, C-SPAN? Oh, i got another one. Um, when, you, uh, when you interact with guys who have been around for an awfully long time, I don't know, it just kind of makes it a little bit stale. I think, and this is just a good practice. I do it an awful lot, mostly because I travel a little bit for work. But go to a different workout. Go to a different region. If you're out of town, go with these guys. Invite them for coffee or, or invite yourself to their coffee afterwards and just see what they got going on, how they're doing it, how many new guys they have. And they've sometimes got some good ideas. Um, and if nothing else, it just kind of keeps things fresh. You show up and you go up to the same workouts every day. You interact with the same, especially during COVID, small group of people in your outside F3 world. Um, I think we get a little bit away from thinking outside the box. Uh, so that can kind of mix things up a little bit. Uh, plus, it's kind of fun. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here, C-SPAN? Well, I was just gonna, I was going to jump back on that one. So, like uh, this morning, uh, I worked out with the guys in uh, F3 Dayton in Ohio. Great group of guys. Um, I think the other one, when you go and you you visit somebody else, you bring energy to that group, but it also energizes you as the as the visitor. And um, you know, I I know the guys in Grand Strand. There's a bunch of places that have done a really good job of bringing in guest queues and when people travel in and making sure that they're welcome to queue and get them on the queue schedule. Uh, that's another thing that you can do is, um, you know, do some queue swap uh, because I think that's the other way. If somebody knows that, that you know on the other side of town or whatever that you're going to be closer to their house, it's more likely you're going to get an FNG to show up if they know you and then just think they're going to show up at some random parking lot and work out with those other seven guys. So I'll hand it back to you. They, uh, they, yeah. Another thing that I know a lot of regions do is, uh, well, first of all, there's some regions you don't get a nickname until you come back the second time, uh, which I always thought was kind of interesting. Uh, I guess that would uh, 
maybe cause a little FOMO, say, hey, man, I want a nickname too. Well, you got to come back again, buddy. Uh, so that's a good way to do it. And, and this, this, this next one I love, there's a lot of places that when you show up, somebody's going to get your name, phone number, and your email address, and they'll at the very least add you to their local newsletter email list. Um, and some places actually will send an email or assign somebody to call or text like, hey, man, thanks for showing up. I hope you liked it, man. We'd love for you to come back. Uh, that makes a big difference. Like I said, it's not just about getting a guy out there the first time. It's about getting him out there the second time for sure, uh, and that works well. I, I know some places put that on the site queue. Some places have an ambassador committee, and the site queue is responsible for getting the contact info, and then the ambassador committee will reach out. And I think those kind of things work super well. Um, what else we got, C-SPAN? I was going to jump on that one. Uh, if you guys know Carmen Sandiego and Gears, and I'm trying to think, Solid State, Old Bay, there was a bunch of guys, AP, my man. You know, some of this stuff with FNGs and the comms portion, those guys already have a full template set up, and you can actually just go in and, um, and ask for all the details. They know how to set everything up for you and let the bots do a lot of this work for you. They can actually send out the welcome letters and all that once somebody signs in on the Google Sheet. So. The bot, let the bots do some of the work. That was a, that yeah, was a free absolutely for all my comms guys. <laughs> and there are many for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, it never never ceases to amaze me what guys are doing in in different regions. But I, you know, back to the beginning, the first thing that we said, it, it's just like anything in life. Um, you know that 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 which is measured, that what what you set goals for, is really going to push people to uh, to get FNGs out. I'd love to see more. You know, like the May challenge that guys are doing in, um, in, in Cleveland. Um, is it Cleveland or Cincinnati? Cleveland. Uh, I'd love if they would add points for bringing FNGs out. You know, you get 100 points per mile that you run, one point per Merkin, one per point per pull-up. They should add, you know, 100 points per FNG you brought out. Um, that that actually would be – that's a great idea, right? I just came up with that yeah, just now. That was, you, might, you might want to add that to our list because that was pretty strong right there. Yeah, that, 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 I think that's a great idea. Um, but yeah. the point is challenge, challenge, challenge folks to bring guys out, and, uh, and I think you'll, you'll be more successful. You know, the, the, the next iteration of EHing people is to get them involved. There's more to EH somebody to than just the workout. You got second F events, you got third F events, uh, you, get, you got getting guys to queue. And remember, you know, the, the, the point of queue, queuing is, 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 is to get people engaged, to in, immediately get them in, in involved with improving their leadership. You know, that's, that may be the very first time they've stood in front of a group of men um, and then try to get them to do something. So, I mean, there is nothing wrong with getting somebody to queue after only been to a few workouts. Absolutely nothing wrong with involved wrong with doing that at all, um, and certainly make sure that you getting guys to come to Bible studies or, you know, hump day happy hour or whatever the case may be. Because uh, remember, you know, the workout's just the magnet. That the glue is is definitely in that second F, and uh, and then the dynamite, baby, the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, you know, I think the kind of my my final thoughts on the subject are um, it's, it's the Cotter EH. And I know we're trying to build our numbers and, and, and everything else, but, 
you know, there's a lot of guys, especially through COVID, that haven't been around for a while. And I think it's important not to lose sight of those guys. Um, and some of these same strategies like, hey, I'll be at your house Wednesday at 515, be out front, um, is important to get guys back out to workouts. And I mean, maybe a guy you haven't seen in a week or two, or maybe a guy you haven't seen in a year or two. Um, I think that it's important to focus on getting those guys back out because uh, guess what? <laughs> next week, next month, next year, that might be you. And I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to that said, thank goodness for my F3 brothers that got my, my butt back out to a workout because uh, I just wasn't able to do it on my own. Um, so I, I think the Cotter EH is, is a very strategic uh, thing that we're trying to, uh, trying to do, just keep guys engaged because it's, I don't know what it is, C-SPAN, but um, things happen in life and uh, there's something in our, in our uh, think box that, that wants to take us away from F3. So I think it, it, it helps to work as a team to keep people engaged, especially through COVID, especially through yeah. COVID. Yeah, brother, and I think, you're, uh, I think your top 10 list there, I think we turned it into about 20 items. But if you're at this point in the podcast, I think the number one thing that both of us have talked about was make a plan and start doing something. Uh, to think that we're going to, you know, there's this whole thing where we're either thriving or we're dying. And if we don't continue to EH, we are actually dying because um, it's just the way those things work. You know, after, uh, you know, you'll, after a few years of doing this, you'll understand it, that you got to keep adding guys because you won't be eight guys in the parking lot next year. You'll be six or four and it'll just, the numbers will dwindle down. You just got to keep EHing over and over and over. And the seeds you plant um, in Maine might not come, you know, they, they might not show up at a workout until June, but you got to keep just staying on it. It's just got to be part of your routine every time you interact with people. Uh, almost to the point where guys should say, I don't want to show up to your workout uh, because those are normally the guys who need it the most. So, brother, I, um, I, I show, if, if you want to keep it, you, if you want to keep it, you got to get away. And I'll say this, this last thing, C-SPAN, I'm heading down tomorrow to uh, Suncoast for Grow Ruck with the Florida boys. And I'm really hoping to see some FNGs at the King Builder on Saturday morning. Right. Uh, we were in Myrtle Beach and that was the first that was the first Grow Ruck workout. I think I was at that that just there happened to be no FNGs out. That's a perfect time to bring FNGs out. They'll see uh, a big group of guys that are engaged, and they'll, they'll have a little FOMO about whatever else is going on this weekend. So, Suncoast guys, get some EHs going. So bring them out for uh, Saturday morning. That's a awesome. That's a that's a nice. Could you imagine your first post being at a grow rock event? That's really cool. I've seen it happen. I, I'll tell you what. The best FNG story I ever heard is Budweiser out of Appleton, Wisconsin. He was bugging the LEAP committee to start something in Appleton. And at the time, CR is like, uh, yeah, what is that, population 300? I don't think so. Well, he found out about GrowRuck. He drove um, to Naperville from Wisconsin to participate, not just in the workout, but in the entire GrowRuck weekend, including the Ruck on Saturday night. Um, and since then, they've, uh, he went back, and they've got, uh, they've got a little F3 go thing going on in Appleton. And that was actually the first time we did a leap virtually. They, uh, they set up yeah. you know, iPads on tripods, and now we call it the Appleton. But uh, that, that's yep. the best FNG story I've ever heard. Yeah, and I think, that's a good, I think that's a good one to end on, brother. 
So I, um, I'm going to knuckle bump you, brother, because I know this is a passion of yours, too. I, um, for the listeners, uh, Slaughter's a nice guy. I'm not as nice. I'm going to say get off your ass, get out there, start EHing people. Um, but I'm going to give him final words. But I'm going to tell you, get out there, get after it. Um, every time I see anybody, you should be expecting me. The first thing I want to hear out of your mouth is I've invited three guys. I don't know why they're not here. So knuckle bumps to you, brother. You take it from here. What, what's your final thoughts? So my final thought you've heard before on this podcast is uh, don't, don't, uh, don't take all this too awfully seriously. We talk a lot about personal acceleration and regional growth and going to grow rucks and all these different things. Don't forget what, this, what, the, what, what the best part of F3 is, and that is O-Dark 30 adult recess where you can go out and be a complete idiot, act like a child with your buddies uh, before you got to go home and be an adult. So uh, when, you, when you bring an FNG out, um, try to make sure they see that side of things too. And it's, it's, uh, it's the best part, man. That, and I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you've never been to an F3 workout in the pouring down rain, you've got to try it. There's nothing better. There's no better way to feel like a little boy again than uh, to go out there and splash in the puddles with your idiot friends. Uh, amen, brother, on that. So knuckle bumps from the, uh, I don't know, what is the Ohio State, the Buckeye State? Knuckle bumps That's back right. to North Carolina. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. I'll be back in uh, the Carolinas. Um, for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. See you. See you, fans.